Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Let's go to the BuyerSafety.com hotline. Oh, a phone is ringing. 105.3, the phone. I know when we love getting him on the show. Uh, whenever we have some football injuries to talk about, he is Dr. David Chow. How you doing, Doc? I'm doing great. How are you guys? We're doing excellent. Thanks for taking the time to jump on. And uh, obviously here in the, the DFW area, we're the home of the Dallas Cowboys. So we're hyper-focused on cowboy injuries and real curious as to how you've been following along on the Amari Cooper situation, what you think might be going on there, and whether or not Cowboy fans should be concerned about it. Well, you know, I've, I've written in the preseason injury report that the good news is I think he's going to be there for games. As far as the injury is concerned, the heel, quote, plantar fascia, quote, intrinsic muscle, whether it's intrinsic muscle or the plantar fasciitis, those are both injuries that unfortunately costs a player practice time but should not cost the player game time. And that's what it's looking like so far. And uh, the Cowboys have a good medical staff. They're very progressive. There's some tricks to the trade to get a guy there on game day. And I think Amari Cooper will be there. Okay, let's talk about the difference between the two injuries, uh, intrinsic ligament or whatever that is, and plantar fasciitis. What is the difference between those two? The plantar fasciitis, if you, uh, it's the arch of your foot, and it's the fascia or hard tissue that really forms the arch of your foot. If you like bring your big toe up, the arch forms a little more. And if you follow that tough strand to your heel, it's sort of uh, right at the base of your heel and it makes it hard to push off and cut. And uh, Amari Cooper has said he can run, but when he really cuts, it's when he feels it. There are uh, dozens of small, tiny intrinsic muscles in the foot that can cause symptoms as well. But, you know, I would actually prefer it to be an intrinsic muscle issue than a plantar fascia issue. Both you can play through. Uh, Neither one typically needs surgery, but the plantar fascia usually is more symptomatic. But either way, he should be able to play through, and I'm confident he will. Uh, talking to Dr. David Chow here on the Ben and Skin Show, 105.3 The Fan. So is it is it worrisome for you? if Because I believe Mari Cooper had the plantar fascia in college. Um, is it worrisome if a guy has it and it continues to, to come back? Does it shorten their career? I, I do remember one time Maverick Michael Finley playing a whole season with it, and I know that there's different levels of pain. But, ha- you know, the Cowboys are trying to figure out how much they're going to pay Amari Cooper moving forward. Should that be a consideration? Well, I'm sure Jerry Jones is getting good advice from the team doctor, and I'm sure the team doctor is saying that the plantar fascia shouldn't have any long-term implication. Can it can it bother him this season? Can it be annoying? Yes. Can it miss practice time? Yes. But uh, there's a even if it came to quote a surgery, there's a very simple surgery to correct it. You wouldn't want to do it necessarily right now in season, but in the off season, if this bothered him all season, it could easily be done. Careers are not ended by plantar fasciitis or intrinsic muscle injuries. Okay, hey, that's good news. We're talking to pro football doc Dr. David Chow on the Ben and Skin Show 105.3 The Fan. Let's talk about Jalen Smith and his contract. Are the Cowboys basically through the woods here, and uh, he's 
a hundred percent and and there's no injury concern that anything is other than what a normal linebacker would have injury concern wise well let me tell you i really love and appreciate the chance to come on here because your fan base the cowboys fan base is so rabid and uh love the chance to explain that how happy i am for jalen smith there are some guys that hated on me saying that i was negative on him coming out of the draft but he didn't play the first year he couldn't at all he didn't do much the second year and now he's really turned a great corner and i'm thrilled for him what i'm hopeful of is is his knee injury behind him in general yes i think there's a chance he still could get a little bit better right now he is a great linebacker but he still has a chance look bill polian when he came out of draft said he could be a generational linebacker right now he's a great linebacker but arguably the second best linebacker on your team Imagine if he could become a generational linebacker next to Leighton Vander Esch. That would be something super special. I would love to see him come back even a little bit better. And in general, the nerve issue, the knee issue in terms of risk of injury and other things should be behind him. If anything, there's a chance it still could get a little bit better and watch out if that, that happens. So congratulations to him and his hard work and his new contract. And finally, before we let you go, Dr. Chow, is there uh, concerns along the Cowboys' offensive line? Obviously, Tyron's had the, the back thing for a while, and he's played through it, but should we be worried about what's going on with Zach Martin right now? Well, I think there is some worry there. Anytime you mention the word disc, you know, is it bad enough to potentially be pressing on the nerve and, uh, and then causing prolonged issues? In my preseason injury report, I review all 32 teams and if you go to my Twitter timeline at ProFootballDoc or ProFootballDoc.com, your listeners can sign up and give an email and get it for free. And I talk about that's really the biggest concern for the Cowboys, the offensive line in terms of uh, especially Tyron Smith and your guard. Travis Frederick should be fine. That's good news. Of course, he's got the shoulder and coming off the Guillaume Beret. But uh, we've seen in the past what happens when Tyron Smith isn't in there. And so the Cowboys line, which is the big heart of your offense, is the area of biggest injury concern in there. Awesome stuff, Dr. Chow. Thanks for your time, man. Thank you. All right, there he goes. Pro football doc getting some scoop on these injuries that matter most to Cowboy fans. And we're at the Windstar World Casino and Resort, and we are now joined by a very special guest. It's her second time to be on the Ben and Skin Show, the great Maria Ho, one of the most awesome poker players on all the planet. How you doing? Hi, guys. I'm good. Hey, thanks for joining us. Now, you're going to be hosting the Labor Day River Poker Series here at Windstar, so tell us all about it. Well, this is my ninth year at Windstar coming to the River Poker Series, and every year just keeps getting bigger and better. This year, the main event, which of course starts August 30th, is a $1,500 buy-in, $1.5 million guarantee, so a lot of money to be won, and three starting days, so you know people can get out here on Friday, Saturday, Sunday, whatever works with their schedule, hopefully stick around for the whole thing. Do you remember when you first started doing this with Windstar, what the, the purse was? Yeah, I, I was trying to think about that, and I feel like at the time the buy-in was higher, so mm -hmm. actually the guarantee was bigger, but um, there's definitely way more entries now than there w was in the past, and I just think poker players, they kind of like to go for that medium buy-in, but where they can still win a ton of money for first, and that's kind of what they're offering here. So you've, you've won close to or over $4 million playing poker. I mean, that is so awesome. <laughs> so when you look at the three of us here, KT, myself, and Skin, 
how would you get, approach playing poker with us? Would you can you read anything about us by looking at us? If, can you tell how we'd play? <laughs> what is your immediate take as you size everyone up? I mean, I kind of feel like all of you probably have terrible poker faces. She's right. She's but right. She's right. She's right. <laughs> but honestly, I think it takes like you know maybe me playing like 20, 30 hands with you guys to oh. pick up on certain things. But there's definitely p players have tendencies and they don't even realize it. And everything that you're doing at the poker table conveys information. So I wouldn't say that I'm able to read you guys right off the bat right now, but it wouldn't take long for me to get a good read on you when, guys, when, I think. Okay, so when did you kind of know, all right, this is a path for me? Like, when did you figure out that you were on a higher level of this? And what is it that, that puts you on a higher level? Yeah, to be honest, uh, when I first started playing, I was just playing as a recreational player who loved the game, and I didn't realize where it would go and where it would take me. But I don't think it was a moment where I was like, okay, I'm ready. I can be a professional poker player. It was just that I consistently felt like I was winning and getting better and I was always better than the people I played against and that's kind of the beauty of poker is it's all relative you just need to make sure that you're playing at the right stakes against the right people that mm -hmm. you can be but when I knew I could take it to the next level was definitely when I was playing at the highest stakes and I just kept moving up and up until you know there was nowhere really else for me to go and I was like wow I'm playing against some of the best players in the world I'm playing against the people that I've watched growing up on ESPN playing this game and to be honest, I feel like I'm better than them. So <laughs> maybe I'm I've arrived. <laughs> how how accurate is the movie Rounders uh, with Matt Damon? <laughs> I love that movie, and I'm just curious: are there a bunch of little side pockets like that all over the United yeah. States? It's it's a first of all, it's it's a great movie, and it's fairly accurate in some of its depictions. Like obviously, a lot of the hands are huge, like setup hands. Those hands don't happen every day in poker. You're not just you know, and you're not like going to somebody's house and just taking them for their whole role. Um, but but for sure, like there are just places all around America, all over the world, where they're playing poker, and sometimes it's in a back alley, sometimes it's in a casino. Um, but either way, I mean, the game is still thriving. So. How many shady Russians do you know? <laughs> you know a lot of them? Um, you know what's so funny is there's a lot of Russians that have recently got into poker, and so they'll show up at the World Series of Poker, and I just like always have the Teddy KGB voice in my head. But <laughs> um, I have not met them at a home game, though, just at, at the World Series in it, Vegas. So uh, there's a really uh, fun game, or it's kind of a legendary game, that happens in Maui that former Maverick coach Don Nelson runs, and Woody Harrelson's in it, and Willie Nelson's in it, and – uh, Owen Wilson, all these people. So how many celebrities have you played with and who are who's actually good? I've actually played with quite a few celebrities. And nowadays, something really popular that people like to do is charity poker tournaments. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of celebrities have a lot of causes that are really important to them. And they will have a charity poker tournament. And one of them was actually Sean Marion. And uh, through that, uh, the Sean Marion Foundation, I met Mark Cuban. And I will have to say Mark Cuban's not great at poker oh that's good <laughs> for you, right? yes. <laughs> but sean is actually quite good that's what's up um, but yes and paul pierce like a ton of basketball players that i've met playing they're all actually quite good uh toby mcguire is quite good at poker so there's Whoa. there's a couple of them all right yeah. we're talking to maria spider-man <laughs> okay but you got real excited by that what's <laughs> I the never thought that, that. Oh, he doesn't okay. look like a good poker player so mark cuban you know he's a billionaire and he likes poker but he's not good at poker that's the ideal guy to play <laughs> poker with right right mark give me a call let's play a home game okay so what is your take <laughs> what is your philosophy when it comes to wearing sunglasses at the table Ooh. I'm not about that. I'm not about the sunglass hoodie look. I feel like that takes away from one of the best parts of the game is the fact that you are sitting against your opponent and 
that is a part of the game is being able to read them, being able to kind of see what their mannerisms are and being able to detect weakness. And I feel like that's just hiding all of that. And then that part of the game is just lost. And that's why I also don't like to play, you know, online poker. I'd much rather play live. There's that social aspect, but the psychological element is so cool. So I don't do that. I don't wear sunglasses at the poker table. What are uh, appropriate indoor places to wear sunglasses in general? <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes I wear them at the airport when I'm really tired. See, I, yeah, transition spaces. <laughs> I yeah. think transition spaces between in and out are okay. I have a question for you about detecting weaknesses. Yeah. So Ooh, what personal. are you looking for here when you're detecting a weakness? Are you looking for a breathing pattern? Are you looking for maybe a, a leg shake? Maybe <laughs> a finger, you know, tap, tap, tappy? What do you, what do you, what are some, you know, notable, you know, detections? That's a really good question. I feel like, so... For most players, they're recreational or amateur players. And I think a lot of their weakness and their tells come on like a first level basis. So meaning the first level is is if they think if they want you to perceive them as being strong, then they're going to act weak. Like they'll just do the opposite. That's the first level, That's right? Like prison. And so <laughs> <laughs> So like I've noticed within most recreational players that I played against, let's say that they're bluffing, then they want to act very strong. So it's the way that they put their chips out will be kind of aggressive, yeah. but it's very like, it, it's very minute. Like you have to be able to detect that they're trying to come off as very strong or they will like sit in a way or have a posture that, like they're sitting up really straight or they'll try to act more comfortable than they are. Like I've had people just like in the middle of like going all in, waiting for me to make my decision to like take a sip of water, but like call, you know what I mean? Like, because they're trying so hard to come across as, okay, I feel very comfortable. I'm not bluffing. I have like the best hand. And so I would say that's like a first level tell that is, has been fairly accurate. Well, what do you think of someone that gets a Delta hand and they go, yes. <laughs> How do you <laughs> react yeah. to that? Are you allowed to be a verbal? You are, but most people don't do that. But okay. um, but what would you do if someone did that? But what would I do? I would just think it's their first time playing poker in the apocalypse. <laughs> I do that every time, though. That just throw you off. Exactly. Yes! <laughs> every but, time. But that's the thing. If you did, and that's that's where the psychological aspect comes in, because if you do that every time, then, of course, I'm never going to be able to read anything into it. So that's yes. actually pretty smart. Whether you get seven deuce offsuit or pocket aces, do that, and you will confuse a few people for sure. I've never been inside my own head more than right now. Uh, <laughs> she is Maria Ho. Okay, so how do people get involved in the tourney? Okay, well, all they have to do, show up. They can call if they have any questions, but it's right here in the poker room at Windstar World Casino and Resort. And the series started August 22nd. It goes on until September 3rd. There's a ton of events, and they could also just come and play a cash game if they don't have the time to, you know, sit through a 10-hour day. <laughs> well, it was awesome to have you back on again. Thank you so much, Maria. Thank you guys for having me. There she goes, Maria Ho. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.